Mountaineer Nation. Let's ride. Welcome back to the Dub V 411. We are your hosts, Lauren Taylor and Maddie Harris. And we're here to give you the 411 on everything WVU and everything Morgantown, everything that you need to be looking for this week and everything important that happened last week. We got you covered. And we're going to start off with some news, just like always. Maddie's going to take it from here. Yep. So our first story we're going to be talking about this week is WVU officials have been warning students of fraud and sextortion scans, scams, which I did not know about this. And I was like very surprised seeing this in the paper. Yeah, me neither. We were talking about it before we started filming because it's crazy. It really is. WVU police issued a warning on Wednesday about reported fraud and sextortion scams targeting students on campus. School officials are encouraging students to be mindful when communicating with others on social media and when and receiving unsolicited messages or phone calls, which I feel like is a good warning just for literally everybody. And I know that if anyone on here listening has social media, like you oh know my God, exactly. You've gotten the scams before. Yeah, you, you like, know exactly what type of messages they're talking about, like yeah, those weird DMs and so stuff. They're so annoying. Mm-hmm. But last month, the University Police Department received six reports of alleged fraud and harassment, including numerous sextortion complaints impacting students. Um, sextortion is when an individual is threatened or blackmailed with sexually explicit material, according to the FBI. Students told university police that the person was threatening to distru- distribute said private and sensitive material if monetary demands were not met. There are other cases, and students are just urged to report these incidents to the WVU to police, police department, and these scams are not uncommon. Like like we said, people get them all the time. We're sure you guys know what we're talking about. So the WVU police really just wants to make sure that everybody is, do not engage with it, do not send anything out, you know, just be able to notice when something is not real yeah, for sure just getting and, the word out there right so just be careful yes but i mean in lighter news right um, the statler college was ranked in a top one in the top 100 engineering programs nationwide which i think this is really cool this is good and this is good news i feel like we need some good news i know i literally hate to everything be, i hate to be dishing out all the bad news no i know but like a lot of the times that's just how it is yeah but wvu's engineering programs are being recognized on a national level so the national science foundation recent recently ranked the university's engineering school among the top 100 programs of its kind in its annual higher education research and development survey survey for the 2021 year The Benjamin M. Statler College of Engineering and Mineral Resources was ranked 94th among 413 institutions across the nation, classifying it as part of the top 23% of engineering programs in the country in research expenditures. This is really cool. I think this is really cool. No, this is really cool. Seven of the college's disciplines ranked in the top 100 as well, including mechanical engineering at 41, industrial engineering at 39, chemical engineering at 39, materials science at 69, civil engineering at 97, aerospace engineering at 84, and other engineering at 73. Other programs at WVU ranked among the top 100 in their categories, including but not limited to agricultural science and natural resources and conservation at 47, health sciences at 82, and physics at 93. So the STEM people are just really doing it. Right. And I feel like it always makes you feel good hearing good things about the college that you go to. No, for sure. Yeah. Like we said, there's definitely a lot of bad news that we talk about a lot. So it's really good to see that, you know, students are thriving. Like we're doing really good. Yeah. And I'm sure this is really great for people who are in the Statler College. Like yeah. just to reassure them that like all of their hard work is really right. being it's recognized. It's actually doing something. For right. sure. So, so I think 
yeah some good news to everybody involved in that yeah congrats to the Statler College yes and in other breaking news that I did not know was a thing but the Senate apparently passed a bill to ban TikTok on government devices and networks the West Virginia Senate unanimously passed a bill on Wednesday that would ban TikTok on state government devices and networks uh, it's called SB 426. It was introduced by Governor Jim Justice. It requires the legislator to enact measures to safeguard against untrustworthy and high-risk technology. Um, these government entities would not only have to ban TikTok on their devices, but they would also be required to block them from their systems, networks, and locations. Which I think is crazy because I feel like people have been talking about this for so long. That's like, what I was just going to say. There have been so many scares where people are like, oh my goodness, TikTok is going to get banned. Like, And it never does. I know. So I'm like, so how? I don't know why it keeps getting brought up again. I know. And you're right. Like, I've heard about this at least like four separate times. Yeah. I feel like one of them was like during COVID. Like, I mean, it's what they're saying is everybody is just mad because like the Chinese government owns it and like it's not the US that's in control of it. But if this bill becomes a law, West Virginia would the recent rush of states to pass the laws looking to get rid of TikTok. So basically there's other states that are talking about this, like Ohio, New Jersey, Wisconsin, and I just think it's crazy that this is the kind of stuff that we have to talk about. Is yeah. Banning certain social media. So we'll and see. And it what really happens, you're but. right, it does just come down because it's owned by Tencent, which is like yeah. a Chinese tech company. Like that's where it all comes down to. So. so we'll have to see. I mean, I feel like this has happened so many times happened, like in quotation marks, right. like not actually happened, but we've heard about it so many times. So yeah. I w- just kind of was like, Oh, okay, and like browsed past yeah. it. Like But I mean, we'll have to see. I I really don't know. I love TikTok. Like everybody uses it. I mean, the DA has a TikTok. Like I West know. Virginia University has a TikTok. I know. That's what I'm thinking. Like the like, outrage that that would cause. Yeah. People I don't even flip. see how they could make that work. No, but. me neither. But moving on from some TikTok news, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna be moving into some sports. And guess what kind of news we have? Football news. Wow. I know everyone missed it. <laughs> But this was actually pretty cool. I mean, everyone heard about this. The 2023 WVU football schedule release took campus by storm, literally. So Mountaineer football fans can finally mark their calendars as the Big 12 revealed the football schedule for all 14 teams on Tuesday. WVU schedule includes contests against all four newcomers to the Big 12, which are Houston, UCF, BYU, and Cincinnati. The Mountaineers will not play Texas, Kansas State, Kansas, or Iowa State in the regular season, which is really sad. Yeah. No horns down, but it's okay because the Mountaineers will open their season on September 2nd when they travel to play Penn State and Happy Valley. And then three straight home games will follow this. First, Duquesne will visit Milan Pushkar Stadium on September 9th. And this is so exciting. I know everybody has just been waiting for this. Yeah. The Backyard Brawl will return to Morgantown for the first time since November 5th, 2011. So it's, it's been, been over 10 2011? years. It's been over 10 years. That's crazy. So WV will host Pitt on September 16th. And the Mountaineers will look for better results than last year's game against Pitt as they fell 31 to 38. That was a really painful yeah, game. Don't even remind me. Ingrained into my memory. <laughs> and WV will host Texas Tech the following week to open conference play on September 23rd. So... Obviously, these are only some of the games, but you can find the whole list, the whole schedule on the DA website, as well as the WVU football website. So make sure you're keeping an eye out for that. 
I mean, I know a lot of people were really concerned about the pit game, like getting right. tickets. It's going to be crazy. No, for it's sure. It's going to be so crazy up here that weekend. No, yeah. So I'm excited that we're playing Penn State finally. Yeah, I think that playing pit at home is actually going to be one of the Insane. biggest events that we've seen in a while. No, it's yeah. going to be so fun. So, Yes, but aside from football news, the WVU men's basketball basketball is taking on the University of Oklahoma this Saturday at home. The Mountaineers are tipping off at 8 p.m. this Saturday against the Oklahoma Sooners, coming off of a very close loss to TCU on Tuesday. The Sooners are coming off of a loss as well against Oklahoma State, and the Mountaineers are currently 13-9 overall, and the Sooners are 12-10. So... We'll have to see. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it could obviously be a pretty close hoping, game. But. Obviously hoping for a Mountaineer win. You know, right. we always are. Right. We'll have to see. And then next Wednesday, February 8th, the Mountaineers are hosting the Iowa State Cyclones. Tip-off is at 7 p.m. We are obviously hoping for another Mountaineer win. And it's also going to be at home. So, you know, yeah. if you want to go, make sure you get that ticket request in. Get your in. tickets and go, yeah. But um, we mentioned this last week. And if you're looking for more in-depth sports news, more than that we can provide, right. the DA has a new podcast, and it's the Mountaineer Sports Insider. So if that is really what you're interested in, if that's what you're listening for, sports news, you might want to check that out too because... They, they know better than we do. They know better. They're I getting mean, into <laughs> way more detail, way more different sports. Like Right. And their episodes are long. They had one that was like 20 or 30 minutes long, like just about sports. Yeah. So if you are looking for sports news, like definitely yeah. check that out. We are not the place to go for that. Yeah, we, we really try, but <laughs> we, we do put in like a valiant effort. We but do. At the end do. of the day, if you want in-depth sports news, the Mountaineer Sports Insider is for you. So Yes. But now on to some arts and entertainment. I feel like I'm stealing Lauren Sunday this week because I saw in the DA paper that 123 Pleasant Street is doing something this weekend and I was like oh my gosh I wonder if Lauren heard about this. I actually this. got on the document like that we do the podcast on and I saw that <laughs> she had 123 Pleasant News in there and I was like oh my gosh yes. Well because I looked and I didn't know that they have like a whole website and everything and like they have people coming like literally like every day it's like pretty much every day even yeah. throughout the week yeah they still have shows so the stews with cranberry station and mother of earl are coming to 123 pleasant street on saturday february 4th at 8 p.m tickets are between 10 and 12 dollars and so a little bit of background of the stews they're from auburn alabama they blend genres such as hard rock alternative indie and more they're a rock band that isn't just confined to one sound they spawned out of an impromptu basement jam session in the fall of 2020 they started out as a group of friends who also happen to be musicians which i feels like i feel like that's how a lot of good bands start like it's just no, kind of a sure. group of friends that get together and just like their chemistry is fueling their electric shows allows them the right music that they love to play so there's four members of the stews uh preston hall blake dobbs bennett Vegas, and wyatt wyatt griffith uh, in March of 2021, the band chose five songs out of the works compiled over the years. They played, they started playing, and now they have an EP, and they're coming to 123 Pleasant Street. So you should definitely go check it out if you're interested. I did not listen to them before I filmed this, but I mean, hard rock, alternative, indie. Like, I was just going to say, that sounds like a really great mix. I feel right, like I would probably really like them. Yeah. So, so I'm definitely going to be listening to them on the way home. Yeah. We can so share AirPods and listen. We can. That's what we'll do. <laughs> but... Moving on, um, Letters from Home is currently on their 50 States tour, and they will be coming to the Metropolitan Theater at 373 High Street this Saturday, February 4th at 7 p.m. So 
Letters from Home brings high-energy singing and tap-dancing performances featuring creator and founder Aaron Durth and self-proclaimed tall guy Dan Beckman. I used to be a tap dancer, Maddie. Yeah. This is the first time I'm telling you this, but this sounds really cool. (laughs) So they have performed over 900 shows across the world, including singing at the 75th anniversary of D-Day in Normandy, France. Letters from Home is now gearing up for their 50 States tour. A television documentary on Letters from Home by Our State Television won the Emmy for Best Magazine Documentary in 2017. So this is sounding pretty legit. Right. It's it's all these like legit and reputable people coming out. Like it's, you know. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, you might as well at least look into it a little bit. Right. Just to see if you would like it. I mean, it's right on High Street. Like it's not that super close. Right. So. You know, if it's for you, then it's for you. But moving on to some activities, this first one is really cool. Yes. So Lauren and I are thrifty girls. Like half of the clothes I end up wearing now are from the thrift and like decorations in my dorm. Mm -hmm. And I was reading the DA paper yesterday and Goodwill gives 25% off on Tuesdays for students, which I had no idea. And there's two Goodwill locations around us. There's one in Westover and one up in like where the Target and everything Uh is. And so so if students show a valid student ID, they will receive 25% off of their purchases on Tuesdays. As simple as that. Like, you nope. go in and just show them your WVU student card and get 25% off. So, so now I'm, like, thinking back on the times that I've gone. And I'm like, I wonder if I ever went on a Tuesday, on a Tuesday and, and just completely know. missed the discount. Right. Which I probably did. But at least I know now for the yeah, future. So, so if you're looking to go out this weekend, go shopping, definitely check that out on Tuesday. Yeah, not on Tuesday. over the weekend. But, you know, I mean, I love thrifting. So yeah, anytime. I can get like a thrift deal I'm all for it right like all for it but the Morgantown Farmers Market is also coming back this weekend and since it's the winter I think that you know we really need to really need to put a spotlight on this because they they right. aren't coming around as much anymore right. usually in the cold. summer usually in the summer it's every Saturday morning mm-hmm. just right downtown but the Farmers Market is coming back this Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon at the Mon County Center at 270 Milan Park Lane. So if you've gone before, it's at a different location since it is the winter. It's mm. indoors now. So just make sure you keep that in mind. Um, the Farmers Market only meets select weekends indoors in the winter to bring the freshest produce, meat, eggs, breads, and more to the Morgantown community. Products are grown or made by vendors within 50 miles, so you know that your purchases are supporting small family farms. And there are, I actually like went through on their website and was scrolling through all of the different vendors mm-hmm. just to kind of see the variety. And like there are over 20 of them. That's and they crazy. have people who do like jams, people who do honeys, yeah. fruits, vegetables. Mm-hmm. Like it's really everything. And then there's people who also sell like soaps and stuff. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. stuff like that. So. If you are interested in something like that, uh, the mar- the farmer's market isn't meeting as much, so you should definitely probably take advantage of it this Saturday since we know that they're going to be here. And once again, it's at the Mon County Center at 270 Milan Park Lane. So make sure you go check that out if that's what you're interested in. I haven't been to the farmer's market yet, have you? I haven't been either, Even no. when it was summer outside. still and outside, I still didn't go. Right, which I definitely I really want should to. Have. Because, I mean, like, food and everything, like, college students love that. Are you kidding me? I know, but also, WVU was doing their, like, little farmer's they market were. for a while mm-hmm. i went to that i went to those yeah because they're right outside the lair they're right outside the mountain lair we'll have to look into when those are coming back yeah too, we will. so that we can make sure to keep everyone updated you updated on that but that is all that we have for you guys this week make sure you're keeping up with the da u92 and make sure you follow us on instagram we should make a post today we should yeah we will. we'll make a post today so look out for it. Look out for it because it's going to be there. But we are here every Friday on any podcast streaming platforms. If you want to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the DA website, we are 
on all of them. Yep. And we're going to end it off with a little let's go. Mountaineers.